welcome everybody back to uh, our second episode of season two for opening the box of knowledge. Uh, we're back. We're better than ever. Uh, we're, we're a little more of a two-man show now. Our, our partner Kachung is off touring the country with his band and we'll hopefully snag some episodes with him when he gets back. I think he's in middle America somewhere right now teaching him about UPIX. It's hard to keep a finger on him. Yeah, so we really um, are just excited to be back and having these great conversations already into our second uh, episode of season two. And we've hit on this uh, celebrity thing. We're gonna interview some more celebrities today. And um, this shows that I'm old because I think these guys are um, the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> brother and sister team, Nick and Kelsey Foote. Um, they worked with Clinkett and Haida and Gold Belt Heritage and the Cedar Group to do one of the projects I'm probably the most proud of that Clinkett and Haida has attached its name to. And it's a book all in the Clinkett language called Kuhanti, and Kuhanti in Clinkett means orphan. And so it tells a, a traditional story, and it's uh, been illustrated by these amazing artists. And then also there's this animated version that's pretty uh, incredible. <clears throat> so we had the book launch a few weeks ago, and I, I kind of reverted to the nine-year-old in me and geeked out over these two and, and just was so excited to meet them that I asked them, hey, we have this podcast, and can we have you on? So, Sam, I'd like, a, like us to welcome Nick and Kelsey Foote. How are you guys doing? Welcome. Thank you. Doing great. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys aren't in the same place, and, and first of all, first thing everybody asks me, are they married? You guys are brother, <laughs> brother and sister, <laughs> so get that out of the way real fast. Um, we, you'd be yeah. surprised how often that's come up and we're like, no, we're siblings. And yeah. then the second question is, are you twins? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't ask that question because that's <laughs> definitely went through my mind is, I wonder if they're twins. Well, <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting that you both are illustrators, right? And you have another sibling? We do. And is he an um, illustrator too? No, he's more uh, more of like a computer programmer type guy. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but he can he can draw. He says he can't, but he definitely can. Right. On. That's right. He's he's very creative, and he does. I call it like functional art, where he'll do like coding with like a map of Alaska and lighting up things according to like weather patterns. I consider that a beautiful example of functional art. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I'm just fascinated by you two, and I, I guess, first of all, you guys are both from Ketchikan, right? Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you grew up in Ketchikan, and that, now you live down south. What, what drew you guys to becoming illustrators? Um, I guess I kind of, I kind of just ended up going down this route. I guess. Um, when I initially went to school, I was a, a creative writing major, um, but I was in I was down in Bellingham, uh, and then I I ran out of money because I was paying um, 
out-of-state tuition. So I transferred back up back up to Alaska and uh, went to UAA, uh, where I, you know, switched majors to graphic design. Um, and then, like, I definitely just, like, got into my groove and was like, this is, this is where, this is the path I'm supposed to be going down. And, um, yeah, just along the way, I've started picking up, um, you know, graphic design gigs and then which led to like illustration and um it all just kind of like snowballed and i just you know kind of kind of kept running with it right on how about you kelsey I, yeah i in a similar vein i i i feel like every memory i have where i was little i was drawing or filling up notebooks and extra scrap paper with just sketches and drawings and i've always kind of wanted to do storytelling in that way I remember even in first and second grade doing my own little stories. Shout out to Mrs. Haynes at the time who told me, you could make stories <laughs> if you want. when you get older, you can make some stories. You know, it was it was that slight encouragement, I think, and and that pride in my work. Um, but I, I think I've loved illustrating since I can remember. I didn't necessarily go to um university for any form of design or illustration. I have a degree in English or um, specifically linguistics and in language acquisition. Hmm. Um, that really so, <laughs> lent itself to Kuhanti then, huh? I'd like to think so. <laughs> but but major props to uh, Lance Twitchell or Kune for his beautiful work in translation and, and being the language warrior for Kuhanti. Yeah. Man, what a... Um beautiful book. I hope the world really sees this book. I, as President Clinton Hyde, I get, you know, to see some things and sneak previews. And it, it was a while back, I started seeing some of the first illustrations. And I I was in the Cedar Group's office, and they were showing me some of the first stuff and kind of getting my blessing, I guess, to say. And I was I had, I literally choked up. I had tears coming down. It's that beautiful. So, man, big props to you guys and everybody involved because it's such a beautiful project. It feels like a real labor of love. Is it? Is it? Or am I just romanticizing that for everybody? I I absolutely think it is. It's. We've Nick and I have always worked separately on creative projects, um, but this is one long—I don't know—long term, long, more of like a larger scale project we get to do together for like the first time in in, the, in this kind of—I don't know how to word it—but it's like our first major major project together as siblings, and we get to ask each other for help and pull in each other's strengths, and it's also. A beautiful time of of remembering family stories and incorporating it into our art and our drawings and our work together. Yeah, I definitely think. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I guess it's it's kind of new for us. Like we've we've done uh, like sm definitely smaller projects together, but this is like definitely um, the first like big big project that we've worked together. But it's also you know, it was, um, I guess it was a little tricky at first to kind of like figure out how to 
you know, collaborate to like productively to, you know, come up with like a cohesive idea for, you know, all the illustrations and, um, you know, while working with, you know, um, the Cedar group and, you know, Dan, the animator. So, um, yeah, I think that part was a little tricky, but it's definitely, you know, we, I loved like, you know, going back and forth and, um, you know, talking about, you know, possibilities for each page and, um, you know, bringing up, you know, past stories that we can like, you know, kind of tie into each character and, you know, building, building backstory. That part is, that, that part is fun. So what brought you two together on this project? Why is this not a Kelsey foot project or, or a Nick foot project? Um, I think that's, oh, if you want to, if you want oh. to answer that. Um, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I think, I think it was Cedar, the Cedar group who came, who approached both of us at the same time. And they saw uh, different qualities in, um, you know, the, the style of art that we both have, because our, our style of art is, um, it's pretty different. And we definitely have like different strengths and, um, I think we we balance each other out really nicely when we we collaborate. So um, I think that's that's why they um, approach both of us at the same time. Yeah. Right on. Had you guys ever done anything together that made anybody think that? We we've recently um, yes <laughs> we worked on a piece together through the National Indigenous Women's uh, Resource Center on a piece called No More Stolen Sisters for the mm -hmm. National Week of Action for MMIW. And it was a full page poster and also the cover of, I believe, the June 2023 issue of the magazine um, put out by them triannually. So that was something we worked on together for a series of, I don't know, what, four, three months, three to four months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we'd send drafts back and forth. Um, so that was like... I would say that was our first project together where it was um, that back and forth collaboration style and, and kind of mapping out our productivity together. So, so you guys don't work in the same studio though. So, right. You're correct me. You're like in Arizona and Nick, you're in Washington. Is that right? Um, I'm in uh, Texas. Oh, Texas. Oh, I was way off. Okay. <laughs> so, I guess with technology now, that's not that hard to collaborate, though. That's something you can trade back and forth pretty easy. Yeah, lots of lots of lots of Zoom calls and uh, lots of texting, lots of phone calls. Just you know, keeping keeping the communication open. I think definitely mm -hmm. makes it makes collaborating a lot easier. So, Kelsey, I've seen your work before, right? You you've done books for First Alaskans, a book, anyways. Is it was it celebration? Yeah, I've done. Um, and, and Nick's put out one for the Sea Alaska Heritage Institute as well. Um, okay. I think I was one year after him. I worked on celebration with Lily Hope, the uh, Thinget Weaver, um, who now has a beautiful shop open in Juneau. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my first experience doing a children's book and it was only about a year or two before starting on kuhanti great i actually just won a autographed copy at a gala last night 
uh, of that <laughs> book. And it's funny because I'm friends with Lily, so I'd gotten an autograph copy from her before. So now I have both of you and her. Nick, I, I apologize. I didn't know that you had done books for SHI. What books have you done? Uh, I, I've done just one. It's, it's the uh, Raven and the Hidden Halibut. Oh, okay. I am. Yeah, I've seen it. That's awesome. Yeah. It was during COVID, so there was a lot of a lot of stuff happening, um, you know, at the in twenty twenty. So, yeah, but it was fun. It was definitely a fun um, book to do. Now, Kuhanti is the first of nine books, right? And you two are are you on the illustrators on all nine of these books? So that's going to be great because it's going to have that kind of cohesion and that look for all the books. I take it. Um, I think we're. Oh. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We're so excited. <laughs> um, we Yes, we're currently working on the next book, uh, Raven in the Salmon House. Part of me says yes, but then another part of me says we already have plans to change up the style <laughs> okay. in terms of matching the tone of the story and um, the elements throughout. Um if you wanted to jump in, Nick, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we, because um, now we kind of got figured out like the process because um, this is the first time like working with uh, an animator. So there are like certain ways that half the, the characters or the book has to be illustrated. So that's easy to like translate into um, an animation. So uh, I think we want to like kind of uh, branch out and try to, you know, see what, what other things are possible. Um, so probably like rope and Dan to be like, can we do this? Can we try some, something crazy like this to, you know, maybe add some uh, like extra, you know, textures into the, the illustrations or um, yeah, just, just kind of expand a little bit on, on the style that we did for Kuanti. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your, you guys, like, you know, I, I know you're Clinkett, but I don't know anything more. You grew up in Ketchikan. You guys want to tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have Go to, I'm going to have to start pointing to each one. Um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we grew up in Southeast Alaska. I guess we kind of grew up a little bit all over the place. Uh, we front, we're from Ketchikan, but we um, lived in Sitka, uh, Juneau, um, and Klawak kind of in the summers. Um, but yeah, Southeast is definitely home. Um, trying to think what else. <laughs> Yeah, um, we. It's funny because we talk about where we're from, and people say, "Oh, well, that, that's how you know that one person lived in Sitka." Oh, I thought you're from Ketchikan, but we. I think we lived in Sitka for about two years, and then in Juneau for one year, one and a half years. But we, um, we were students of the Sitka Native Education Program for a few years. Um, but while we lived in Ketchikan, we were also students of like the Johnson O'Malley program. So we had early on, we had exposure to our Thinget heritage, not just through our grandmother, but through um, the programs available in those communities. Right on. So being Clinket, um, you know, you're doing a Clinket project right now, I imagine, but that's not all you do, right? I mean, you're 
kind of versatile and how's it feel to be just working on these projects? Kelsey. <laughs> this, it, it feels like a dream come true, to be honest. It, I feel like my best days are the days where I wake up, I have coffee. I, I love to wake up early. So I, I'll go to my workstation, which is my office with my coffee. I'll kind of check through our drafts, um, maybe message Nick. I'm a few hours ahead, but he's usually awake as well. <laughs> so, um, And then kind of get to sketching or working on, you know, any kind of revisions. But it really does feel like pure fun. You know, when you feel like you you get to be creative, but it doesn't feel like work because it's it brings you so much joy and it feels like play, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't ever seen, you know, so much animated or, or illustrated work as we've seen in the last few years, you know, Sea Alaska Heritage Institute. Uh, puts out the Baby Ravens Reads books, you know, and, and the different books. It's really excited, exciting to see our iconography, you know, represented, our crests, or, and again, seeing those characters. And, you know, Nick, to be, uh, grow up to be a young Clinkett man and to, to see or to be able to produce so we see that. What, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love working on this project. Like five, I think five years ago, like I couldn't have imagined this, but like it would, like this project is exactly what I've, you know, been working towards. And um, it's, it's inspiring. It's fun, but also inspiring because, you know, just being like at the book signing and seeing how how this book can like bring people together and how it's, you know, um, teaching young younger generations Clinkit and, you know, people who are wanting to learn Clinkit. And um, it's, you know, really motivating to see, you know, that happening. And it just makes me wanna, you know, do, you know, more projects like this and, you know, um, have fun, you know, with these projects because, you know, that's motivating too. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome to be working on uh, these books. Was this the first time you'd had a book signing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause yeah. that, that's oh. good to hear. Cause watching you guys and watching both, it seemed like you had a real steady stream of um, littles, young people, and elders coming up to you for the book signing. And I got some really uh, cute pictures of you guys. You couldn't even put away those smiles. You guys were beaming. What was that like to interact like that? I, I can't even imagine. It looked pretty cool. I I still feel like I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear. You know, Kuhanti is been such a, an amazing project to work on. And then you have that moment where you're at the signing and then you get to see the book being in the hands of all those kiddos and, and the elders. And it's, it, it makes me, I'm trying to think of the word, but it's, I just, I, I try to imagine what it would have been like had I been nine or 10 years old with the book Kuhanti in my hands 
and what that would have inspired in me at that age in terms of language and culture and seeing, oh, hey, there's my my regalia and this little girl's wearing it or, oh, my grandma looks like that, <laughs> you know, yeah. how much that would have meant to me at that age. And, you know, to see that represented in that format, you know, for kids speaks beautiful things. So, Nick, are you uh, used used to the fandom now? Um, I don't know. I, I, it's 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 fun seeing like all the the articles and stuff, and like I I, I didn't even realize like some of, some of the photos that were being taken. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, that's a that's a fun photo, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's I think it's um great that we're you know getting the word about word out about you know these books and you know this project and the the language revitalization because um you know I, I think that'll draw more people in to you know encourage them to learn you know learn their languages and um it's it's super awesome to see that yeah um well i hope it just inspires people to do more and i hope it challenges us as organizations to do more uh, I, I'm all about that. Um, it was pretty amazing to sit there. I was up on stage, you know, as Peter, President Peterson, but I was looking down when they showed the animation and all these wild kiddos having the best time. Boy, they just all laid right down in front of the screen. They got super quiet. And I was wondering how it would be for them. It's all in the Klingit language. It's, there's no English translation that did not seem to be a barrier for these kiddos. Did it to you? I mean, I don't know. No, no, they looked, they looked super engaged. They just like, I was, you know, more observing, observing them watching the, the, the video uh, versus like watching it. Cause I've seen it a couple of times already, but they were, it was exciting to see them, you know, really engage with it and really focusing on it and listening and, you know, paying attention to, you know, the words and everything. I, I noticed, Kelsey, you uh, had some tears flowing during that. Oh, oh, yes. I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I, I don't... It was so incredible to see all of them, even you know, laying back, you know, looking up at the at the the screen and just taking in the language and the story, and it just I felt so much gratitude in the project itself, and knowing like, hey, I was a part of this. This was monumental in terms of you know language revitalization and creating something in a format that kids will just sit and watch the way I used to watch my cartoons and still watch cartoons. <laughs> it's, it just, it made me so happy that they were so glued to the screen. I'll tell you, I walked into the hall and the staff were putting out things and, you know, a couple of things really stuck out to me. One was just I don't know why I saw the pile of books there stacked up and that kind of got me. And then I looked over and there was the biggest stack of t-shirts I've ever seen in my life, like for giveaway for the kids. And they had beautiful little cookies made with the designs, you know, the characters, but you know, 
what really popped to me are these stand-ups of the characters that they had made for these events. And, you know, we had to actually stop. People wanted to take them. Like big oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> for and grass. I, and I'm like, um, <laughs> there might be a way, you know, and I, I think of this monetized, not in an ugly way, but because I want to keep these things sustainable and going, I was like, man, we should be selling these or something because kids really, they wanted them. And there were a few adults like who got kind of ugly. No, I want to take this. I was like, you can't. And, you know, my staff was stopping them. I thought it was pretty adorable, actually. But, I mean, I just, I kept trying to put myself in you because I was watching it. I was watching you two a lot. And I was like, man, it must be so surreal to have this moment where you're, you've been a part of this project. These projects take time. You know, you, you've been living and breathing it. You're already on to the next project, I assume. And now you kind of go backwards to celebrate this coming out and how surreal it must be. Am I wrong? No, not at all. <laughs> it still feels surreal, to be honest. No. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, like, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh I was just going to say, yeah, like when we first started this project, I, I kind of, I did, I definitely didn't expect like, you know, the book launch and how, um, you know, everything that, was involved in it and yeah it was great to see that yeah i uh again i was just blown away and it was so neat to watch and then again um you know I'm, i was born in ketchikan grew up on prince of wales and i saw the ketchikan daily news come out and it's like hometown kids you know that kind of moment and i, I just thought wow that's cool and then uh I, I'm a social media friend with the guy there, Matt Hamilton, and I'm a big fan of his art. And I was wondering, are you guys connected? Did he was he one of your teachers at all or anything? Because he's big time into. He doesn't do illustration per se, but he's a graphic designer. Yeah, he's he was actually I think he was um, one of my wrestling coaches yep. uh, in high school. That would make um, sense. I'm pretty sure that's how I know him. But um, yeah, but I definitely like follow him on Instagram and, you know, follow what he's up to and the, his artwork and his uh, T-shirt printing and stuff. Yeah, Sam here, he does some graphic design, too. He does like a lot of uh, yeah, screen printing. and I've kind of been geeking out and so happy for you guys just to hear the story because I have a twin brother and he's uh, we both have degrees in graphic design and we collaborate a little bit on screen printing and design work. Um, one of my questions for you is going to be, you know, um, he's in Portland and I'm here in Juneau. And um, does one of you have more of a style that was better fit for this story that you're like, yeah, we're going with that style? Or did you guys really blend and come up with something um, that was a little bit of both of your styles combined? It's a good question. It is. And it's, I'm like, I'm wondering how to answer because I'm like, in the end, they are absolute, I feel like they're an absolute blend of our styles because I don't think people can tell who did which character or, or the majority of a character because they, they started to look very similar. And I think towards like the middle to end, they started looking like a combination of how we would draw people. 
which was really fascinating thing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, luckily, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that because yeah, my brother has this hilarious, goofy style and mine's more realistic. And so I lean towards him for a lot of stuff because I just love his style. But um, that's really cool to hear. Yeah, I, I will say that I can I Nick does beautiful form line and I have a lot to learn from him because I can I can barely do any form line which it's it's okay to admit because I have a brother who's incredible at it and I can learn from him <laughs> I will say that all of the form line you see was was his creation <laughs> yeah yeah we definitely like blended on um, you know, the illustration of, of people, I think I probably leaned more on her, you know, I, cause I don't do like a ton of, um, artwork of people. It's usually like animals and like, uh, landscapes. And, um, I have a really, you know, kind of like a, a flat, flat style of art. Um, so I think, uh, whereas she like leaned on me more for like the form line, or all of the form. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of like leaned her, leaned more on her for like, you know, when we were coming up with, you know, like facial expressions and like, you know, um, that kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. You know, this is, is this your first real collaboration or are you doing other things? We have a few dream projects, I should say. We have a few things we would love to produce yeah. um, or create together. Um, and if Nick doesn't mind, I'll, I'll start that off. <laughs> yeah, we would love to do um, an animation together or um, a series together, whether that's um, a TV series or kind of get a motion graphic novel started. But we would love to have more representation and have some awesome leading indigenous characters <laughs> for the series. That's awesome. So are you you mentioned graphic novels. Are you guys comic nerds? I kind of am. I'm more of like manga anime kind of nerd, but <laughs> webtoon kind of nerd. Yeah. I like a good, you know, superhero movie. Yeah. But that's about it. It's pretty exciting, you know. There's a lot of indigenous creators that are the uh, on the design teams for like Wakanda. There's a guy from Haida Gwaii who is on that design team. Oh wow! So you I see, didn't know that. Yeah, no. so start making those connections. I forget his name right now, but <laughs> you know, um, I pay attention to all those kind of things. I a little bit about me. I'm a super nerd. Um, I have the biggest comic collection you probably would ever see, um, which was inspired by um, my cousin, Israel Shotridge. When I was a little kid, my parents were visiting with him. And he, uh, I, I had comic books, and he told me, you know, if you take care of those and talk to me about bags and boards, and I was a little kid, and for some reason it sparked something in me, and I saved all my money and growing up in a village with no roads or anything i'd mail order for comic books and i took very immaculate care of them and to this day i have a huge comic book collection i stopped what are, you, what are your favorites oh i was a marvel nerd big time really like spider-man is probably my favorite 
Um, I, I don't know why, but I identified <laughs> with him the most as a kid. I loved X-Men. Um, mm-hmm. I collected kind of everything, but I stopped collecting probably about 12 years ago. Just I don't know why. Every once in a while, I'll get something, you know. Um, but, yeah, I was the guy. And then I got really, like, obsessively collecting so like I one I'm very much about completing collections so that was my big thing and I was very much into um variants and one I have is like I literally keep in a in the bank safe boxes I have a um amazing spider-man number one that the cover was hand drawn by John Romita senior which if you know oh, who, wow. if you know who he wow. is it's kind of iconic and then Stan Lee signed it and drew uh, a picture of Spider-Man Whoa. on it, which Stanley's not an artist. And if you see this, you could tell he wasn't an artist. <clears throat> but it's still Stanley, and so that's my most guarded possession. And then, you know, as pop culture happens, luckily I collected everything. So, um, yeah, when Marvel started making things, you know, movies and TV shows, and people discovered Iron Man that. A lot of people don't know, like, the Avengers was not a popular comic book. It was X-Men and Spider-Man. But I collected everything. So I have, like, all the old runs, Captain America, Iron Man, Avengers, that now are worth quite a bit of money. And so I'm pretty happy. And Doctor Strange. I was really into Doctor Strange. Ah, very cool. And then I have all the original Walking Dead, all the black and white. I think amazing. Like the, like the first, wow. I think I stopped collecting around issue thirty-two. Was the last Walking Dead I bought, but I have uh, one through thirty-two. Wow, that sounds like a pretty impressive collection. I was gonna say, I was like, you're in good company. We're all <laughs> similar fandoms, I think. And, and then you know, I'm older now. You know, closer to fifty than I am anything now. But I have become obsessed with Funko Pops. Oh, yeah. And so Wait, what's what's that? What? Funko Pops? Are you is that a legit question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've heard of that. Um, I have one Funko Pop. Oh my god. Oh, is that the like the plastic for the the, the figurines? Yeah, the bobbleheads. <laughs> okay, I know what those are. <laughs> so, so they got the little body and the big fat head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, and that company is out of what, Everett, Washington. So um, I started collecting those about six, seven years ago. Just I thought they were cute and funny, and I liked them. And then um, I really attached myself as a younger person to Big Papa. And so they did an album of uh, Big Papa with his album and Get Rich or Die Trying. Right, so I, I started collecting all the album covers of Funko Pops, which are pretty hilarious because oh. the actual covers and then the the uh, performer as a Funko Pop. So I'm they're gonna... great conversation starters, especially for those that don't collect them. I've been asked about mine, and I I apparently have like the same kind of genre for most of mine. It's like some of my some of the characters I play in video games, but then also some anime characters that kind of have the same aesthetic. <laughs> They're a great conversation start. I'll say that. Well, I want to see Kuhanti as a Funko Pop. Yeah, that that's what I want to. Now see. we're talking, right? That would be that would be awesome. I think we should make it happen. 
I think it would be pretty great. So, yeah, now my big review. I don't think I ever shared this on any of our episodes that I'm a giant nerd. No <laughs> comment. <laughs> I think if you walked into my house, you wouldn't know it so much because everybody knows, like the world who thinks they know me from social media knows I'm into Star Wars. Oh. And people buy me all kinds of Star Wars things, and I'm going to out myself now. Please stop. <laughs> no, I, go, go. No, I, I love Star Wars, but, man, people buy me. I come to work, and there's, like, boxes of cereal with, like, Yoda on it, you know, oh. all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with all this stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> and the only thing I actively collect, and uh, my buddy Davey Boxley got me started on was collecting the lightsabers. Oh. So we're, we're all nerds together. <laughs> but if you walk into my house, it looks more like a um, native art museum. I collect a lot of native art. I have supported a lot of our artist friends. In fact, through the pandemic, I made it uh, a goal to buy something every week from an artist because people were really starting to take to doing sales online, earrings. So I'm the greatest gift giver ever because I'm always buying earrings and like, you know, I don't have pierced ears. And so <laughs> They make good gifts though. <laughs> they make incredible gifts and our people are so creative and the earrings, like I feel like the earring creativity skyrocketed in the pandemic and people are really putting themselves out there. Oh yeah, I would... I would totally agree. And you find some of the coolest stuff through Etsy and also through social media on um, like indigenous Instagram shops. And I am guilty of buying merch from my own brother's store. <laughs> Not, you know, just like a t-shirt here and there, some, some thank you cards. Is that you, Nick? Yeah. 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 I have a, um, a shop and a Etsy, Etsy store and sell, um, some stationery with my designs on it and t-shirts and uh, a lot of vinyl stickers like uh, vinyl stickers are super popular like uh when i first started you know experimenting with different you know items to sell like uh somebody had mentioned stickers and i was like who's gonna buy stickers and um and then i made one and then it you know got you know a ton of sales so i was like oh okay i guess stickers are a big thing so do yeah. You, do you do stuff based on form line at all or? Yeah. Yeah. I do a lot of uh, form line um, little pieces to sell on, you know, pins and shirts and stuff. So let me ask you this then. Were you guys excited to see all the Kuhanti stickers? Yes. <laughs> so I feel like I need more surfaces in my house now because I'm putting stickers everywhere. Oh my goodness. They were so great. Um, when they, when the first print of the book came out and I got that, I opened the book and all the stickers fell out and I was like, wait, what? And I don't know why, but the paddle sticker is the coolest sticker I've ever seen. I mean, I love the characters. Those were fine, but I saw those paddles and I was like, oh, I would put those on everything. <laughs> And, I need more water bottles. Right? And oh my God. You want to put them on your car, your luggage. So, Clinkett <laughs> and Haida, we, we have an arrangement with Davey Boxley. And so he lets us use his, he created like all these superhero and Star Wars lines of form line. And we um, do those, but the agreement is we put the language, uh, the money towards language efforts. 
And so we do those. And so I have like so many hydro flask bottles now and they're just covered in stickers. That's the greatest thing. And then of course, you know, my MacBook is always covered and I went simplistic on my newest MacBook. I just have, it's Michael Jordan, like he's holding up the Apple <laughs> and I won't put anything else on that. Classic. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know, is this, um, you know, I kind of went back on how is this surreal for you guys, but to see all this media come out and the, you know, the stickers and the t-shirts, what's that like? It, uh, I see the, the word I keep thinking of is surreal because yeah. it, some days it sinks in and other days, you know, I, I, I still feel like the second grade girl, you know, drawing and illustrating but then I see a sticker sheet of characters we drew together, but it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun seeing like all of, all of, you know, everything like the cutouts and the stickers and then, you know, um, stuff in the newspaper. I'm like, whoa, this is, you know, all over the place, but it feels good to see that because we, we put like a, a ton of work into it and, it's you know nice to see that it's you know being recognized and um you know getting some attention yeah that's so cool it's it's funny because i feel like we grew up in being fans of so many different fandoms and always wanting to buy merch yeah you know whether it was like x-men or pokemon <laughs> but then to see your own characters available in the same format is like wait we did all this sahana's on a water bottle now it's it's your own it's your own creations but even more it's your own culture coming to life and i was gonna say it's it's like a pro athlete that gets everything you know all the merchandise on a wheaties box and all these things and now you guys are seeing your stuff and it's tangible it's the hard copy of it that must be so cool um the other thing i was going to ask is uh, you've probably both worked with different um, clients and different partners on projects, but how cool was it to look at your sister and look at your brother and say, we did this together. Like we're, we're, you were the team on this project and that, that must've just been so exciting. Yeah, it was super, super awesome to work with Kelsey because we just, I, I feel like when we're talking and um, coming up with ideas, it's just like constant creativity, just like back and forth. And it's a lot of like, you know, um, yes, and, you know, we like to like build on top of each other's ideas and, you know, like, what if we do this and try to think of like, you know, try to try to like push each other and like, um different directions with, you know, our, our ideas, their concepts. And, um, it, yeah, it was just a lot of fun working with her. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think the best way to put it is how Nick said is yes. And it's always, okay, great. Let's, let's try this. Let's try something else. And, you know, we would take each other's, um, like napkin sketches or drafts. And it, sometimes we'd tweak each other's, um, like compositions or be like, what if we just made like this character super big on this page, or we like tilted this composition a little bit. And it's always like, we're adding, we're, we're adding to each frame together. And so each page is like a true co like collaboration between us and seeing it is incredible. I know sometimes I would call Nick, like, oh my God, I'm going to freak out. Do you see the Kuhanti <laughs> book cover? Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> you know, I, there's no eloquent way to to explain those moments of just, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, to be very frank, it's, it's yeah. nice to be able to call someone, you know, at nine at night and be like, did you see it? Did, but did yeah. you see the inside cover? <laughs> yeah. Or just like, yeah, you know, have somebody having somebody there to like, you know, share, you know, this the whole experience with uh, makes it just so much better because like we kind of, you know, have our little giddy moments like, oh, my God, like they have cutouts. There's going to be cutouts <laughs> of the characters. This is so cool. And so it's, you know, fun to like, you know, amp each other out. I, I think you guys should be excited and amped up and freaked out because I know I would. I mean, you know, Sam does like the artist market with his stuff. And I'm like, how cool is that to see your stuff out there? I don't know if you know Chloe Cavanaugh. She's a local artist here in Genosha. I think it's called Black and White Raven Company. And she's been doing a lot of graphic design. She, she was working for Clinkett Haida for a short time and kind of just got so popular with her own work that she just said, hey, I got to go do my own thing. And I really congratulate her. But she's the one who's doing all the indigenous creature shirts and they stole more than land. So she's really... Um, kind of taking some of the social issues and she's very um, proud in the LGBTQA community and she uses that uh, to, you know, share those things too. And it's really incredible. I am envious because if I could draw, I'd be, I would have definitely never done what I'm doing now. I'd be out there making comic books. So I guess I hope it's a good thing that I can't draw and I hope people like where I'm at, but um, yeah, I would freak out if I could ever see something I made like that. Hell, I freaked out and I didn't have anything to do with it really other <laughs> than saying, yeah, let's do this when it was put in front of me. Um, I think I think the coloring pages were another moment for me where I was like, I was walking, you know, during, during the preparation, I was walking by some of the tables and taking a look at things before things got started at this book signing. And then I saw the coloring sheets. That moment was something else. That was, uh, I need to sit down and just stare in awe at these because we got to see the kids coloring them and sitting there having fun. And it brought back memories of us drawing when we were little and, you know, getting books or magazines and, you know, trying to do our best to, to, to draw and color in what we saw but now these kids get to draw and color in um, Clinkett people wearing regalia, which is another level of, whoa, this is an incredible thing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty, um, one of the, that really hit me during the event was Hune Lance Twitchell. He, he was talking about um, how we're all like crayons. And, you know, and then his comment, you know, on the box, this is not non-toxic. And I love that. But I was thinking these kiddos are taking those and they're going to actually color them like themselves. You know, um, where we've seen, you know, native kids, brown kids do coloring and they color them blonde and blue eyed because that's what they think the norm is. And I was watching uh, a kid there. And they they were brown, and I just thought that's incredibly powerful. I wonder if they even know 
how powerful that is. And, you know, when I spoke, I talked about when I was a kid, we didn't have representation like this. Culture was only in our homes. It wasn't out on Front Street. It wasn't on the buildings. It wasn't on airplanes. It wasn't on postage stamps. And it sure as heck wasn't in books and media. And we're living in this era when it, it it's starting to become the norm and hopefully just more and more of it. And I think you guys are going to, I hope to see you have a long future and in it and be, you know, those ones who are standing up, getting awards and recognized for that. I got to ask you, you know, my parents are annoyingly proud of me. Your family, what's that feedback been since, you know, their kids are famous, their family, your, you know, I'm sure is your brother like, oh, my siblings are famous. What What's that? Well, when our uh, grandma, she, she saw us in the, the Catch Can Daily News, she said, she's like, I just bawled my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me so proud. <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody uh, just freaking out about it. Yeah, she was just super excited to see our, you know, faces in, in the newspaper and, you know, being <laughs> that we're, um, you know, working on such an, an, an important project. And uh, she definitely is like, you know, telling everybody and point at the paper. And um, yeah, <laughs> she's super excited. She's uh, having our uncle drive her around town and picking up all the other copies everywhere in Ketchikan <laughs> and then passing them out. You need to see this one. Look at my grandkids. <laughs> all proud. I hope she's going to the elders luncheon and bragging about you guys. I thought one thing that was really cute there is Nani Dolores Churchill was there and she found out who your grandma was and it's her friend. And yeah. she I don't know if she said that to you. She kept telling, she was sitting by us and she kept saying, I'm friends with their grandma. Like she must have said it six times. She was so proud. And I was like, holy cow, Nani Dolores is like a icon in our, in our community. And she was really proud of you guys. I mean, that was cool. That means the world to us. I think yeah. having That's our cool. elders, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, having our elders smile when seeing Kuhanti or just giving that, you know, that warming approval, that warming celebration, I should say, with Kuhanti. I think, I think that, that hits the most in terms of, whoa, you know, something our elders are appreciating with us and celebrating with us and saying, this is good. You did good, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's oh, go ahead, Nick. All right, I was just gonna say it, it. It's super nice to be, you know, giving back in a way because, like, I, you know, learning from you know the elders and stuff in Sitka when we were at like the Sitka Native Education Program, um, you know, was so you know such an important important time in our our life, and um, you know, all the knowledge and wisdom that they gave us was, um, you know priceless and um it's just you know feels good to be giving back to the community and in, in a way that, yeah that's incredible and it's awesome and I, I really do think it's going to be something that blows up in in the best way i think you know one of you just said it 
this is such an important project. Uh, and I think that's why we wanted to make a big deal about it. We should make a big deal about these things. We should celebrate it. We should normalize that for our kiddos, that we celebrate each other and we celebrate successes in our culture. Um, I'm really looking forward to the next things. And opening the box of knowledge is really about just having this conversation positive, you know, talking to people who are doing cool things, wanting to do that. I really try to keep it separated from Clinkett and Haida. This episode does not feel very separated from Clinkett and Haida. Um, you know, my talk be- more about graphic novels. No, right. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just because um, this isn't a Clinkett and Haida project, but I, you know, it's hard to ignore. I'm the president of Clinkett and Haida, which is the greatest honor. Um, ever. I I love my job and work so much that I can't help but thinking Clink and Haida stuff. And I was like, while we were talking, we need to get you up here working with the kids. And, you know, we're just opening an office in Linwood, Washington next week. And we built incredible space to be having classes. And it would be incredible to have workshops with our kiddos and make those, especially our kids uh, down there, because a lot of times they can feel very disconnected from the community up here. They're not disconnected from the culture so much as they're disconnected from the community. And it'd be great, you know, if there's ways that we can work together beyond um, only doing the books, but, you know, workshops, working with our kiddos. If that's something you're interested in, let's talk about it. Because I watched you interact with the kids and both of you you couldn't hide the joy in your faces and you were so engaged with them. And to me, I, I really pay attention to those moments. And, uh, you know, we've had some people come in and, you know, they're like pat the kid on the head and say, okay, next. And I've had, oh, people, no. you know, and I've had people like Alyssa London who stayed hours and hours after, you know, you guys were like that, you know, you wanted to engage and, and work with the kids. And we've had other folks like Alyssa when she was Miss Alaska, you know, she did that. She, I don't know how many hours she stayed and visiting with the kids and, you know, those things matter, you know, those connections matter and whatever happens in our lives, we're not bigger or better than our own people. So I, I saw that come through very strong in you two. I, I was very enamored watching you two. And I was probably like some weird stalker kept taking your pictures, but it was <laughs> so cool to see. And, and um, I had a couple of real hard moments where trying to fight back the tears. Um, watching the kids watch the video was one of those. Watching them in line to meet you guys. And then they're, when they kept seeing the stand-ups, I, did, I don't know if you saw it, and I didn't take the picture. I was so mad at myself. Like, one of the littles went up and hugged the, the littlest one. And oh. I was just like, oh. oh I didn't know that. That's adorable. <laughs> it was. And my mom was there, and she was like, look. It was pretty cool. So wow. all that to say, I hope we can do a lot more with you folks and you know, I think you're about to hit some kind of superstardom because I've seen it a few times. There's, you know, folks like we have a lot of our citizens involved with like Molly of Denali. You need to start connecting with some of them. Some of them's uh, Hune. Um, but we have a lot of tribal citizens involved, Vera Starbird and others. And start connecting all of you because you two should be doing 
big big projects not that this wasn't this was wonderful and we'll do more but um yeah it it was great and i want to see and do more with you folks anything you guys uh closing out this episode is there anything you want to share what's next for kelsey and nick um i think i just say that i'm totally open to you know doing some i don't know illustration uh classes or something for uh you know young people i think that'd be totally awesome but um yeah um yeah, we have the second book we're working on. I'm trying to think of what else we're working on. Well, I'm working on I have a gallery in Seattle. <laughs> that gallery your gallery. That's coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be featuring a lot of my uh, previous artworks um, uh, downtown in Pioneer Square um, at the beginning of December. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, and if you ever want to do like a... a some a clinket superhero comic <laughs> just yes. let us know yeah. no. <laughs> oh, oh don't threaten me with a good time i would absolutely do that so you can write dream it. in life um i am a very good writer um i haven't shared out ever a lot of my creative writing but writing was a big thing for me so. amazing awesome. we'll definitely have to link up i i too am sign me up for workshops illustration class i love being in the classroom as well it's it's always a ton of fun and kids are so adventurous and they're so creative and they just want to learn they're such sponges um but in terms of other projects um i am working on a graphic novel slash webtoon it's science fiction it's not related to um I don't think it's related to anything else I'm working on, but I'm the writer and um, the artist and I'm looking at springtime for a release. Extremely cool. Well, you know, if there's any, if you guys have websites or anything you want to share, send them to us. And when we released this episode, we'll make sure to link to those kind of things. I'm really excited to see what's next for you guys. Um, you know, you, you're very infectious and, uh, I really appreciated getting to meet you. And, um, yeah, I think this is a big project that's gonna, um, have really positive repercussions for a long time. And so congratulations to you both for this and for the little bit of notoriety, get, start getting used to it. I think you're going to see a lot more, a lot longer lines at those book signings in the future. So, Yeah. Thanks so much, Kelsey and Nick, and wishing you guys the very best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us on your podcast. Awesome. All right. Thanks, you guys. Be well. Take care. Bye. Bye.